0: and Jake. Is it the music now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could it's hear the, before. It's a whole thing. It's the, wait Don't worry me. about it. Don't worry. Yeah. No, it looked, but I didn't want to be sure. You know. All happy right. Happy birthday to uh, Dustin Hoffman. Happy birthday to Dustin Hoffman. Happy birthday to my mom. Today? Today. Look at
1: that. Same eight, Same eight, day eight.
0: as you. No, my birthday was Friday. Oh, sorry. So. But uh amazing celebration of your life on Saturday. Thank you. A great time. Thank you. Uh
1: before we get to Dustin Hoffman, that is like a like an actual serious thing that I wanted to say. Was uh not only was that fantastic, just because people came out, it was like probably ninety-five percent of my favorite people on earth, but I will be goddamned. If I cannot handle our kids hanging out and loving each other,
0: it's amazing. This was, I think, the first time in their collective lives where uh, they just—they were doing it like they—they they handled every aspect of it. Yeah, like, they,
1: it, they just vibe.
0: Yeah, no, just like uh, they would—they would go. We'd be in the pool. They would run in the house for like an hour, <laughs> yes. and we'd just be like, "They got it." Yeah, I guess whatever. The front door is locked, so they like—they like, they like just... playing with stuff. There's some stuff in there. They'll figure it out. Kristen
1: told me that uh, she went inside at one point. I don't know if this was relayed to her by Megan, or if like Kristen actually saw this. But like, went into Nora's room, and it was just the two of them. And whoever, again, I'm fuzzy on whether it was Kristen and Megan was like, "What are you guys doing?" And Nora goes, "Having a good old time."
0: <laughs> Having a good old time.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, I cannot handle this. No lies there. And at one point. Uh, I don't know, it was probably like 6 or 7 on on Saturday. Nora likes to hide.
0: Mhm. It's
1: like I don't know if you've dealt with this, but and she's also like terribly shitty at it.
0: Oh, easy. Uh the first thing she learned was hide and seek. She's been playing hide and seek for at least a year, but like still is very fuzzy. light on the details. Very fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: like Nora will hide and be like, "Dad." Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, You're not supposed to I can't I I you got to be quiet, right? Uh, so yeah, we're in the pool and we have like this little flow that looks like a donut mm-hmm. and Nora got underneath it and like motioned Izzy over and was like, hide from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and, like twittered <laughs> over Izzy's head and you know, I do the dumb thing where I'm like, where are they? Yeah, that's I right. I can't find them. Where are they? And then like she raised it up, popped it up and was like, ah, <laughs> it was like the funniest thing she'd ever seen. So
0: they just love the, uh, the tension and release. Yeah. Yeah. Any any of those kinds of tension and release activities, they're they're all about it, and they they're really not like uh, laser focused on the details. No,
1: not at all. A couple weeks ago, uh, I knew Kristen was coming home, and I had Nora by myself, and uh, so I'm like, "All right, I got a good spot. Let's go to your bathroom." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we got in the bathtub, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. and I
1: shut the uh, the shower curtain, and I heard Kristen come home, Mm -hmm. and I'm like all right, well, I don't know where she thinks we are.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's a bit concerning to me that like at no point has she reached out and been like, where are you guys? And like 15 minutes later, I just texted her and was like, dude, I'm in the bathtub. My knees, <laughs> my, my knees are fucking killing me. I'm like, I need you to come in here and find us and act surprised. And That's she uh, did. And I'm like, oh, wow, great. I get to get out of here. <laughs> it
0: was terrible. Go to the chiropractor. Yeah uh yeah that's that that's wild uh izzy will uh i mean that's that's a pretty advanced hiding spot it doesn't sound like she tried at it's all it's not
1: that big of a house uh
0: but uh you know it's not the first place i'd look yeah no the big thing is i'll pick up izzy from school and then megan will hide and it's it's a hard thing to do like most of the time she'll just like put a blanket over herself where she's sitting. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, One time she like went in the pantry and I'm like, come on. You know, like it's (laughs) Izzy's not going to figure out. Let's start checking rooms. It has to be within the line of sight. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Uh, But no, happy birthday to Dustin Hoffman. Soft boiled clit. That's what I wanted to bring up. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Still pound for pound. The most confusing Me Too we
0: have. Uh, not really. I, I disagree, but uh, lay out your case.
1: Well, so you disagree just because he needed like a, what's uh, like an SAT analogy thing of hard-boiled egg and she was going to get breakfast. So then he needed something on the other side okay, of that. that yeah. like, had I, am,
0: I am very too confused about how he landed on the words <laughs> soft-boiled clit. Had he ever said them before? <laughs> Uh, like they hear it somewhere and think like, oh, that's cool.
1: I don't know. I've been alive a long time and been around like a lot of really shitty people
0: mm-hmm. and I've and none never, of them have ever.
1: <laughs> I've never heard the term bring me a soft boiled clit. Yeah. It no, just, that, it's never come up.
0: A lot of this stuff I, I've been, I think my life is, uh, or my, how I see the world is obviously affected by how much free time I have when big stories happen. Yeah. If, if I'm in one of the periods where I, you know, have a job, then like sometimes I'll be light on the details because I don't have time to fucking drop everything and like read this fucking, you know, uh, book length account of Dustin Hoffman's uh, activities on right. play in the mid 80s. But whenever that one came out, uh, I was doing tickers, so I pretty much didn't have a job. I just had to do, I had to work three minutes an hour. So yeah. uh, during Norm's show one day, I read the entire thing. And so I've got a good idea of uh, what, what the woman alleges about Dustin Hoffman. And, you know, it just it, it sounds like he could have thought more about being a nice guy. I, I hate that she had to feel that way, certainly. And she's you know does a very good job of explaining how she feels. And I don't think anyone could read it and say it's, it's fine that someone made her feel that way.
1: I think she was also like 16 or 17. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's not good. Yeah. Um, but she was working on a film set. And I think her task that day or maybe several days was to go get breakfast. And his quote was, I'd like a hard-boiled egg and a soft-boiled clit. Ever and around him guffawed. Yeah, and to me that's just disgusting on so many levels—behaviorally, uh, literally.
0: Is it attached? It sounds like it's not attached. That's yeah, my big problem. It sounds like a
1: like a placenta type yeah. situation. Don't
0: mm, really mm, fucking mm, gross. Mm, no
1: matter how you slice it and dice it, you know.
0: <laughs> I feel uh, icky just hearing the term "sliced and diced" in reference to what we're talking about.
1: I didn't like saying it. <laughs> I didn't like saying it.
0: Yeah, no, was, I mean, it's, it's definitely just like, uh, you know, he's, he's trying his best and, and largely failing at like some kind of word association, you know, like, uh, you know, the, it had to be something like, it's like hard boiled egg and we gotta, we gotta create a juxtaposition here. We have to have a contrast. Right. So change hard to soft. Right. Boiled. You can't really do much with that. You know, it's you can't like a soft, unboiled. You know, frozen. So let's just keep it boiled. Yep, soft boiled, and then uh, ooh, what's uh, what's a dirty word? This could be racy. People laugh whenever you say dirty words. Yeah, they do laugh when you say dirty words. I have found that, and that one is frankly (laughs) laugh-inducing. It's too gynecological for me. I don't know that I think it's funny when people. I mean, you know, listen. I'm not saying I've never. You know, if Dustin Hoffman said "soft-boiled clit," I probably would chuckle. Like if one of your buddies was like, uh,
1: "What happened? Did you bruise your clit?" That's yeah. I think that, you would laugh.
0: Yeah, I guess it's I, not. It's, uh, it's too
1: specific. Your urethra. It's,
0: it's conjuring up a, a health class uh, diagram.
1: That's okay. I can see that. Dude, I was laughing so hard the other day thinking about the guy that uh, taught my ninth grade health class. yeah yeah like he was he a hundred percent was at the Capitol.
0: (laughs) that's great and like and you learn how to fuck from him and he
1: yeah i don't even know how to explain he had a huge mustache he would wear uh like tan wranglers oh that's great and uh i love that like absolutely like thrift store pearl snaps you know okay and he just yeah he Put up a fucking diagram of a female reproductive system. (laughs) This
0: is the vulva. You're not that far off. (laughs) Yeah. That's how you know how ladies' bodies And I'm like,
1: that was not that long ago, and that was like an actual class I took in high school. Have you seen the – He was a baseball coach, of course.
0: Yeah, our our football coach taught health class in eighth grade, uh, and he was – like, I was on, you know, the team, so – yeah. Like, you know, I had it spring semester. So like the entire semester of like, you know, him yelling at uh mainly me, but, but uh, any of the low performers on the team uh, had already occurred and then he's coming in being like, "Yes, yeah, so they get their periods." It's a big shock ah, to everyone. Gosh.
1: <laughs> That's terrible.
0: Yeah. So,
1: uh really rough week for you. Uh, on a number fine. of fronts um
0: got jaden osbury it's
1: gotta be tough to know that like the coolest quarterback in the world is in your division and doesn't play for your team you know that's gotta be tough God.
0: that's that's an opinion that you've landed on but there's that interview the aaron Rodgers interview where he talks about how he did drugs once oh wow dude, blown away so cool not once uh oh multiple times I th- it is like literally twice right you're, you're not uh, supposed to to back me up and let me know. He says mushrooms all the time, which, yeah, like, fucking you those know. aren't
1: even drugs to you, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: uh, Pez. Like, people drink coffee every day, too, dude. Yeah, um, no, i to be clear, I'm kidding,
0: but uh, uh, I, I still it, think I, that interview is nothing near the penetration of the, uh, the Pat McAfee interview, which I did watch on mushrooms to bring it around full circle. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> it, it, it brings a lot. Like, just because the main thing at this point for me, uh, any any drugs, uh, the first, like, you know, five to ten times you do them, um, really with <laughs> anything, I, you're, you're going to, like, your, your brain is building new pathways, and so, like, it's an amazing experience, and then it just, just stops being, like, that much different after that. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty far past that point with a lot of things. And so it's just... Uh, at this point, it's the most noticeable effect is uh, that I just laugh a lot and I have a good time doing it. Yeah. And why not? Just like everything seems more ridiculous, and I just love how ridiculous it is. And, uh, watching him explain to Pat McAfee, like the thing that was (laughs) really killing me was, uh, A.J. Hawk being on camera the whole time. And kind of nodding. It's Mm -hmm. 40 minutes before Mm -hmm. he says a word. Yeah. And just like the guy who, like, I I think they came in, or I guess it was one year apart. Like they were, you know, the the twin towers of the Packers at one point, A.J. Hawk and Aaron Rodgers. And uh, (laughs) do like see this guy and he's just, Aaron Rodgers is just saying the wildest shit, you know, (laughs) and A.J. Hawk, like about fucking medical stuff. Like it'd be one thing if like he was really out there on like how to fucking uh, defend some blitzes. It's Aaron Rodgers like talking about like experimental medicine while A.J. Hawk like tries so hard to look like he's like knows what's going on, like is paying any attention at all. It's great.
1: Like uh, AJ Hawk is a guy who likes to do whatever it is that he's supposed to do that day, and then have some cheese sticks and a beer. Yes, and whatever he's supposed to do that day is something that he likes to be didactically communicated to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it needs a lot of instructions. <laughs> exactly.
1: It is not simple uh,
0: ones, preferably.
1: Yeah, one sentence at uh, at most. It is yeah. not whatever it is Aaron Rodgers is doing. But <laughs> uh, no, I was just laughing so hard because uh i listened to it on the plane on the way home i don't know it was an easy time pass sure it's like a super long flight although i'm not going to say how long because you'll get on to me <laughs> over our <laughs> I debate won't if over it's right how much actually counts as the flight uh but no i just it, it reminded me so much of san marcus
0: oh uh, yeah yeah like i could see that
1: i knew five guys who were exactly that guy
0: yeah, and everyone he, I know that's done ayahuasca is, is called, picked from that group. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they all look the same. They all talk the
1: same. The diction is the same. It's tight. I'm like, oh, man. I had forgotten about Doug until I listened to this interview.
0: About Doug? Just a
1: guy that I knew.
0: Okay, okay. And yeah, his yeah, whole yeah, vibe yeah. was
1: Aaron Rodgers talking to Aubrey Marcus.
0: Would you uh, Would you do ayahuasca? Man, I think you know the answer to that is no. See, it's got what I want, and like I don't know this. This this might be one of my dumbest thoughts. So I probably shouldn't like uh, commit it to the record, because like I could definitely see someone coming in. Like this is the kind of like I know the confidence level where like one of the fucking science guys comes flying in off the top rope with "This not how it works." Who cares? <laughs> but uh, the ayahuasca, it's it's two things. It's DMT. And it's a chemical that makes it so that the part of your brain that normally cleans up DMT quickly doesn't work. So like if you just take DMT, it's like half an hour, 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Half hour, you know, whatever. I I haven't done it. I don't know for reasons I'm about to detail. Um, But like uh, the ayahuasca, uh, it's like, you know, got some fucking enzyme that makes it so that it's it's you're just you're having dmt for a long time mm-hmm. and, and i've it's my understanding just from seeing uh there's a youtube clip of uh young gravy talking about a dmt trip that he had i'm sorry who you you don't know about young gravy i i guess not you're not i what happened to not right jake don't live here. young gravy is one of the preeminent recording artists of our time okay
1: yeah um, doesn't live here anymore
0: he, uh, he he has a sex tape that came out within the last couple weeks. Okay. <laughs> that that really uh, blew up his popularity. In addition to the release of the song Betty, uh, in parentheses, Get Money. I'd recommend it on the way home.
1: I don't think that a sex tape would blow up my popularity.
0: I don't think that. I mean, he certainly is not like, the, here's a cool thing I released. I hope you guys like it. Like, it's like, this is a terrible invasion of my privacy. Uh, but... I'd, you know like I have so many people in my life that tell me that all strategic all sex tapes are strategic and like I, I stridently disagree. I think that's a very cynical and incorrect viewpoint in a lot of cases. I'm with you um, but like <laughs> it is like so plant like I'm so used to arguing with people about that that now whenever I hear sex tape I am just like like my brain doesn't sort all that out properly and it's just like oh those guys said that's a big opportunity. And so I, I see that he has one. I see that his song is, you know, uh, all over things that I see. And, and I'm like, uh, man, wonder if there's a connection. But I don't know. I'm, I'm going to assume that he does, like, like everyone else I know, would prefer not the, having the public watch them have sex.
1: So he filmed himself on ayahuasca?
0: No, he uh, took ayahuasca as a younger man, um, like, you know, before he's famous – he gets in some kind of, he got assigned a community service, like 300 hours of community service Okay, uh, in Georgia, in Atlanta. And uh, so rather than serve it, he just went to uh, either Wyoming or Montana, uh, you know, just, just went, went to the West to, to escape this time. And uh, upon arriving there was just in some fucking house, you know, with like other people who were also doing similar things. And uh, you know, some guy was like on the stove cooking up DMT. Uh, so he just like, yeah, come and get it, homemade DMT. <laughs> Ring um, the bell, yeah. And, uh, and young gravy, uh, you know, he he hits it once, and the guys and young gravy's like, dude, this is like really hit. I don't. And the guys like, I don't care, do it again. Gives him another one, hmm. and he describes that. Ten minutes or thirty minutes or whatever—it's a regular DMT trip, so like not long in terms of pure time. Right? He said that uh, he he lived out a lifetime on a a diner on an alien planet, and he was he was working he for years. He worked at this diner with like an alien woman, and uh, like no one was coming in. Like no one. Like it was it was a very <laughs> sparsely attended diner. So like he just you know talking, getting to know her, like just fucking getting up going to work get, you know fucking doing the same shit again <laughs> in in 30 minutes of real time uh but you know he he's living out a life on this diner and so if that's 30 minutes i can only imagine what you know 24 right. hours i don't know if that's how it always works who knows i do recommend the youtube clip if you just search young gravy dmt it'll it'll come up um but and but next yeah. thing you know, you're with Danica Patrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's great it's very that she's note. in the mix. Yeah. Um, uh, but the reason I'm worried about DMT is my understanding is that DMT is the chemical that your brain releases when you die. And I infer from that at the point, and like hear everything else that everyone else is saying. And I'm like, this is supposed to be like the special little kiss that sends you off into the afterlife. Uh, or, you know, or, you know, whatever. You don't want to devalue death. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. what I'm telling you That's about all I these other drugs, coming. Uh, like, you know, okay. what I, I've done mushrooms enough times that like the mushrooms don't hit the same. If you're dying and DMT is not hitting right, I see that as really unpleasant. Like, the, like the however else describes like whatever you're fucking drowning and like a, a warmth comes over you. Mm-hmm. If like that warmth is just not coming because you fucking uh, ate up what you were supposed to eat, like whatever rope that you had of this drug being new on your fucking uh, MVP winning ayahuasca trip. I don't know, man. That I don't. I'm not sure. I want to play that game.
1: That makes sense. I've never actually thought of it that way. I mean, my counter would be you're dead. So that is a strong the, the only like real problem here would be is if you nearly died. Yeah. And lived. But if you if you're just gonna die,
0: then I mean I don't, I don't want my final few moments to be boring. Not just boring, but like panic induced. You know, like panic filled. I think it's But who cares? To, it sounds like an unpleasant you're way dying. to go. I yeah. yeah. I understand what you're saying, but... Like, there's no time to reflect back I'm not back dead on it. during that. In fact... Here's the, here's the big thing, is if I did, like, get fucking, like, shotgun blast to the dome, then, like... Yeah. DMT's not doing anything. So...
1: Uh, I would say that's actually the case for probably 90% of deaths. Even if it's not a shotgun instant?
0: blast. Uh, I think well less than 90% of deaths are instant.
1: I think even if it's not instant you are incapacitated to a point where I'm not really sure that you get to experience whatever, you know, potential good time there is to it. Yeah. Like, I mean, let's factor in sleep, right? That's a huge number. Died in your sleep? Yeah. Huge number.
0: I wonder even Uh, then what the experience is like. And if, uh, you know what? We need to have a DMT doctor on.
1: If anyone uh, knows a DMT doctor. Medically induced comas. You're out they're they're cutting all that shit off like i, I wonder uh, if
0: there's some amount of like conscious sensation that goes on even like in sleep like where like the dmt is being released and like
1: that could swing the scales your
0: dreams are chiller right you know? but is that
1: worth it to just not get to go into mvps though
0: i mean i don't know yeah that, well you know i i'm not winning mvps but i am you know obviously uh spending some time debating the pros and cons of doing ayahuasca yeah and uh i'm not here to say that i'm i'm done i'm just telling you the considerations i'm under and you're raising interesting points
1: yeah and like uh they brought up in that podcast like you you're probably gonna shit yourself uh is that true it sounded like uh, from the guy who's done it many, many times, the guy whose podcast it is, it was interviewing Aaron Rodgers. Because like Aaron Rodgers says- That's
0: also one of the biggest, I'm sorry, I keep on.
1: No, no, you're good. He just said like, uh, uh, everybody thinks it's this thing where you're just going to like shit yourself and and start crying. Uh, and that's like the negative press that it's gotten. And Aubrey Marcus goes, those two things are not entirely untrue. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Rogers is like, yes, but like neither one of them refuted the idea that there might be some poop on you. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm probably done with that. You know, I pissed myself several years ago.
0: If you're done I mean, listen, I'm not here to make admissions against interest, but I'd love to be done with that. (laughs) I don't think it's my choice. (laughs) That's really, really disgusting, man. Like I mean, I'm just saying. Listen, yeah, he's just saying. If you if you can just go the rest of your life never farting, then you know fucking look down on me. If if you if you do need to occasionally fart, and then a, a percentage of those right, I wish are you would surprised. stop talking right now.
1: That's <laughs> it's not something I want to hear any more about. Uh, listen.
0: <laughs> we can all act like it doesn't happen, or we can be honest. Those are the options that I see.
1: Yeah. Um, it doesn't come up that often for me. <laughs> or ever. Really.
0: Uh, I feel like you if if you know that you are gonna shit yourself on a drug, like can oh you God. just be ready?
1: What do you wear like a diaper?
0: No, probably just change of clothes and make sure a shower is nearby. Like and don't go like, to a baseball game. What happened? Well, I'm just I'm giving you an example of things I wouldn't I wouldn't do an activity outside of the house on the Iowa.
1: okay. So. There's not like a baseball game-related anecdote you want to share no, with me? No,
0: no. I went to one yesterday. That's why I was on top of my okay. top of mind. Sounds good. Great win. Four? White Sox. Are you not paying attention to the Rangers' schedule right now, dude? I know they lost 2-1
1: Friday and that they won Saturday, but I did not know what they did
0: yesterday. 7-2, to I think, okay. was the final. Okay. Might have been 8 okay but yeah uh one big advertisement against ayahuasca i would say is that if you letting me know that anyone who's done it a bunch goes on to found a supplement company oh
1: my god yeah that it feels like i was promised more it from feels my like the ayahuasca users the mlm of drugs yeah like it seems like Because everybody who does it or like, I mean, I'm sure they're adjacent to it is just talking to you about it in a way that they're like, then also I sell these vitamins. Yeah. You're like, I don't know, man. I wish you'd just stop talking
0: so much. If I I got my third eye opened, I hope that it would, what it would not see is a way to sell (laughs) vitamins. (laughs) (laughs) But it seems to every time. (laughs) Yeah, now if, if ever who'd ever done it like went on to become like actual shamans and or right. things like that. You know, if every single person who did it became Marianne Williamson, I would do it tomorrow. Or like, you
1: know, comes up with a two-state solution. There you go. You're like, oh, wow, that's yeah, yeah. quite enlightened of you. They see
0: possibilities. They right. see moves others don't <laughs> exactly. see. In this case, board. the move is just how to effectively market fucking, <laughs> you know, zinc.
1: Yeah. Just some sort of recovery animal pack type vitamin. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. You guys are not the best advertisement for this. Yeah, But yeah, I definitely knew a guy. I knew a guy who was, I, you know, I wish I could get all these people on.
0: I mean, your one friend that I've talked to that's done it, I would say our one friend. I don't want to say these. Uh, he is
1: our friend. Yeah, yeah.
0: Our our one friend. I mean, I, you know, I know him through you. But uh, I He like was underwhelmed. He was very underwhelmed. He seemed, he was kind of like, it was nothing. It was like a lot to get to Costa Rica or whatever. And I don't know, man. Now, I will say this. Uh, he's a big old
1: boy. So am I. He's he's in your weight class. Yeah. Uh, and much like you, I have, uh, let's say, ingested or been involved with like 10% of something he took. Mm-hmm. And had one hundred and ten percent of the reaction. Yeah. So I think it might just be like a. And I mean, you would hope. I, I that, do think your size actually matters, obviously, right? Like.
0: Yeah. Although I did hear that, like, uh, it, it definitely does. But I heard like a uh, brain weight is like a bigger consideration than weight. So uh, I just
1: got a little pea brain.
0: And I well, I think that our brains are probably the same weight. So, I, I'm saying, like, I, it made me question whether or not, like, that was true. I I don't know. I know enough people. Like, uh, yeah, the guy that used to sell me stuff was a lot smaller than me. And I every time he would say, say like, the most I would take was this, I would double it and I'd be fine. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> I mean, you know, after the first time he says that, and I'm like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> like, I'm just like, it just appears that homeboy and I have different bodies. Can
1: I do uh, an email follow-up? Sure. Uh, We haven't talked about the the skate park, have we? I don't think so. Okay, so we mentioned a couple weeks ago uh, when I was still in town, the Fellowship Church production levels.
0: Do you hear about the Hamilton thing? Sorry, I don't mean to distract. I saw the headline and (laughs) have absolutely no idea what that's about. Is that them? No, no, no. It's a church in like, uh, it is a church, but it's like uh, near the border. It's like in McAllen or something. Uh, <laughs> they they rewrote Hamilton to include some messages about how much the founding fathers loved Jesus and hated gayness. Wow. And this is,
1: uh, I imagine, like a copyright issue?
0: Yes. It, it appears that they are uh, <laughs> not a-okay to run it. Uh, it could be 10s possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines wow we'll see how it goes
1: uh so in this case we're talking about uh fellowship church mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is over in grapevine and uh you know i was telling you that that i went there a couple times like post-college because i lived like across the street actually the first time you ever came to my apartment yeah uh, i was right there by uh grapevine mills grapevine mills parkway and i went to that church a few times uh fucked up yeah, yeah yeah very tight yeah just some real cool stuff to do it's in your mid 20s is go to a church on drugs so uh as i told you then i was like man the first time i ever went there they had pyrotechnics mm-hmm. like it actually looked like uh, it, the grammys like, an award show type vibe. Like, they had uh, four or five different musicians, and they were all on, like, huge columns, which uh, emerged from, like, oh, a stage. Yeah. Oh, God. And, like, good. there was initially one person on stage uh, singing. And they're going to do that this Sunday? And as it started going, I'm four in. different columns of uh, columns of people, bass, guitar, keyboard, like, rose, I don't know, 25, 30 feet up in the air.
0: I'm imagining uh – Puff Daddy singing, I'll be missing you a staying at the VMAs. It's, it was exactly like that. And I know what you're talking about, week. and it was
1: exactly like that. God, so I what am a, I doing? So I got an email from uh, from IJB listener Ryan, and he said, you guys reminded me of a firsthand, uh, firsthand example of Fellowship having too much money to waste. I used to work at the home office for Fast Forward, the skate men's clothing buyer. Okay,
0: yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 I remember that. Did you feel like you had to fill in those gaps for me? I didn't immediately remember what fast-forward was. Really? I will, I just You didn't say, like, what category of things. If you were like, we're talking mall stores. Fast-forward, I'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. Collin Creek, it was by the elevator.
1: When I hear fast-forward, I think of Billabong before I think of actually speeding up blood Bloodsport for my dad.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, I recall it as being uh, kind of down. Da- I'm trying to remember what the other one was. Zoomies is what no. it changed into. You're thinking of Hot Topic, but those are two different places. No, there was a there was a third with Gadzooks. Yeah, Gadzooks. Gadzooks was- eventually became all female, but at the time before Hot Topic appeared in Collin Creek Mall, and it was just fast forward and Gadzooks. I thought that Gadzooks was the superior store.
1: Fast forward was more specifically skate focused. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's actually. Where I purchased my first CKY VHS tape. Wow. Yes. Okay. The fast forward at uh, Melbourne Road in uh, North Richmond Hills. They sold skateboards and skate stuff. Was Ganzuk's that one just like kinda, a
0: standalone? It wasn't in the mall?
1: Uh, it was in a shopping center across the street from the mall. Wow. But it was not in the okay. mall. Yeah. Right. So he said the buyer. Uh, and he got to work there. Went to the church. Tight. He said he asked some of us. Uh, That skated if we could build a mini ramp for the church that could break down onto a trailer. They asked for a quote, and my friend told them $2,000 in wood, and they said, we can spend (laughs) $8,000. He's super detailed and built a ramp that came apart and fit like Tetris onto a trailer, which also uh, was bought just for this, the trailer. The day he worked on at the church, uh, the day he worked on it at the church, they sent teen kids to ask him and the other two or three guys if they needed any food or drinks. The kids went to Sam's Club, and came back with the truck bed filled with an insane amount of food. This happened more than once. They told him they need to take the ramp to Oklahoma City, of course, mm-hmm. for a church event. Always, <laughs> and want some guys to skate it. I didn't go, but they came back and said they set the ramp on a stage, and some twelve-year-old uh, girl seems uh, sang "Skater Boy." Why they skated it <laughs> they then told him he could just have the ramp he told us other stories of them just burning money on dumb stuff that ramp ended up at our friend's house for years thanks fellowship
0: that's great yeah yeah they're just looking around like these people just keep giving us their money i don't even know what to do i i know what to do yeah a ramp build a ramp that's <laughs> that's right yeah man we need me to get really that going happy. we need to start a church you think? I mean, if it I want to do anything where Here's like the thing. we're reaching like my fifteenth idea of what to do with the money. I'm not doing a thing without a snake. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, we could we could agree to that. I have Did to you? have a snake in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um while we're talking about that whole era, I've got some terrible news about Dane Cook. Oh man, I saw this i don't know if that's the same era or not no probably not it's a little a different
1: decade apart probably
0: yeah I, when i saw uh dane cook perform live at what is now the uh toyota center the one in houston is that the toyota yeah uh that
1: fucking rocks by the way
0: <laughs> yeah, i think that was 2007 might have been 2008 <laughs> you actually went and saw dane cook well, my, my boy, Mike, uh, like the first time that I hung out with someone from Excel after leaving Excel, uh, Mike like called me up, was still living in Houston. He's like, hey, man, Dane Cook's coming. You want to come down? I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll be there yesterday. Made a weekend of it. That's awesome. Uh, we had good, good seats. And let me tell you, he rocked it. Yeah. Um, Just
1: destroyed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so everyone uh, surely has heard the news that uh, he's engaged to, possibly is already married, a twenty-three-year-old woman. Yeah, he's in his fifties, right? Uh, I think it said fifty-one. Because I know that you thought that he was nineteen when he made it big, but I think he was actually deceptively older than that. And have you seen the? Fifty. Have you seen the people shoot of the two of them? Oh no. Let me see if I can pull this up. I did a quickly. photo shoot, huh? Yeah, here we go. This is what it is. Oh, my God. This just looks like a crime. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that right there... Oh, my God. ...should not be legal. Eek. Like, he looks old as fuck. He does. She looks like she's in high school. Yeah. And I want to call the cops when I see it. Yeah, that's not good. So, she's 23 now. But whenever uh, this news broke... Uh, I saw this a couple different places, but the most comprehensive was a, a woman named Tracy Egan, uh, Tracy Egan Morrissey, uh, had a, a, a series. If you go to her Instagram profile and then uh, you got your story highlights, have I lost you yet? Uh, I mean, I don't
1: know what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm fairly certain I can keep up.
0: If you, if you go to her story highlights, uh, she's got one that's called game night. And uh, you just click that and keep tapping, and you'll you'll see that she's learned some things about Dane that I'm not excited to share with you, but I will. Uh, he has he has a, a weekly game night where he and his friends play Mafia. You remember the game Mafia? You ever play that, dude? You know what? That does
1: sound vaguely familiar with me. Wasn't it like kind of blasted like pre cancellation
0: for being like racist against Italians? Yes, no such thing in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, in fact, if there were, how would I have a career, folks? You, you tell me. <laughs> so, yeah. Here, uh, this, uh, thus this is I, is I it.
1: have proven. Uh, 2K reportedly cancels Mafia 3 developers unannounced
0: live service game. Uh, I think that that's probably different, although I'm stunned to learn that something got canceled because of uh, whatever. Yeah, like uh, you, you, it's in – I assume you're not watching The Offer, but I've, I've been watching The Offer. And, uh, the
1: documentary about the making of
0: Godfather? It's a uh, dramatization. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's, it's, it's an acted out thing. Um, but yes, subject matter is correct. Okay. And, uh, the, like one of the big gangsters involved in the production, his uh, big thing is the Italian American Civil Rights League. So that people will stop talk stop calling us fucking mafia and gangsters, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy's a mob boss. <laughs> like so, I anytime I see it's someone saying there's no such thing as the mafia, I always regard it with a hmm. The mafia is telling me again that there's no mafia, <laughs> um, and I don't know, dude. Listen, I'm sure it's not great. Like I don't want to be entirely insensitive to uh, the plights that they're describing. Uh, but whatever, like someone's like, this has to stop. It makes us look too cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> who's out there like discriminate? Well, I don't know. Whatever.
1: Like if, uh, if, if Michael Irvin would have been the one that got playmakers canceled. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, dude,
0: I mean. People are going to start thinking that fuck. I'm awesome. We <laughs> <You> must <laughs> yeah. stop. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm talking about just uh, it's it's uh, cards are involved, but it's not a card game. We'd play this on like uh, you know like the bus to uh, like I remember it. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, the, you you deal cards, and based on the cards, that's the character you have, and uh, you try to deceive the other people in the game. And I do like if you had told me whenever I was playing like as a 13 year old, I loved it. It was my favorite thing. And if you told me one day you're going to get to grow up and uh, go to a fucking house in the Hollywood Hills and uh, you know the guy from uh, Austin Powers that's uh, Dr. Evil's son, he's going to be there. And you guys you get to play Mafia, I'd be like, Ian, that's so great. Uh But, you know, and and if you told me then uh, it's going to be a room full of 16-year-old girls, I would have been like, even better. (laughs) But if you tell me now that that's the case, uh, I I go back to wanting to call the cops. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this woman that he's engaged to, she starts showing up in the pictures of the game night when she's 17. Uh, The first time he likes one of her Instagram posts is uh, the next post she posts after she turned 18. And like it's clear that they know each other there was an arrangement yeah, yeah like he's like well I don't wanna then like if, if you're just I mean more or less impossible for me to imagine a grown man with no right I don't know does he have children I don't know is it's not like this is one of his daughter's friends um so a grown man without like any kind of like connection like that being like you know like normal friends of the 17 year old but if they were then they wouldn't be worried about liking posts, and then they certainly wouldn't go on to marry them.
1: <laughs> Can I say this too? Sure. Uh, Seth Green always seemed like a pedophile to me. You hate to say it, but it—it's never felt from good. like the first time I laid eyes on him. I'm like, this guy's into young girls. It's his, his
0: character on Entourage. You know, he, he doesn't seem like he respects. Women. Which
1: I think I only vaguely remember. Um, he was hooking up with ease yeah girlfriend yeah. tell or sloan something. i said what's up yeah she
0: denies but uh he heavily implies but i just out.
1: i just feel like from the second that i was aware of him i'm like this guy seems like he would fuck a high school kid
0: yeah i mean like, like even
1: a, him as a person
0: like he seems like one of the guys who when he was a senior was like yes you know dude, stay like the 100%. freshman yeah 100 um it, Cook, i'm not seeing any kids for what it's worth, uh, Seth Green is definitely there with uh, his lady in all of them, but like that, it, far from like clearing up suspicion for me, it just makes me be like, oh, so his ladies into it. <laughs> um, it I, I don't know, man. You know, like it's all speculation, but it's not like the, the 23-year-old that he's now marrying is the only one. It's, it, it's not what I just described of like it's full of, but like... In most of these pictures, there's like a person who's like 16 or 17. I'm going to tell you something else. And none of them are ugly and none of them are male. I think uh, because I've heard this
1: about Dane Cook before and now I see it on his Wikipedia page. Mm -hmm. And I kind of was thinking this with the uh, Mormon thing a couple weeks ago. Although certainly that was not necessarily illegal. It was outside of the bounds of what you would consider normal sexual convention. Mm -hmm. I think straight edge people – Fuck weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, this doesn't exactly square with my, like, uh, you know, billionaire. But, like, I don't think Trump drinks or takes drugs. I don't think Epstein drank or uh, took drugs. I think there's an odd, like, through line between people who are not into, uh, let's say, for example, uh, shitting themselves on (laughs) a Peruvian Mm -hmm. drug cocktail Mm -hmm. where they do weird stuff. With their bottoms.
0: Yeah, and I mean, some people are just fucking full hedonist, like... So that might be, like, the immediate flick to my
1: house of cards here.
0: No, I don't I don't think it's a flick to your house of cards, because I think that most people... I mean, you know, some people just have, like, a minimal amount of trauma and, like, hats off to them. That's awesome. Um, and, yeah, dude, I don't even know where, like, fucking mind rates. I don't mean to, like, present myself as, like, I was fucking locked in a box from, you know, age four or something. But, uh... You, most people got something that they got to work out, and, you know, drugs and alcohol is a way... It's not an effective way of solving the problem, uh, but, like, it's, you know, oftentimes something you do... A coping thing. To, yeah, like, try to, you know, make it through. Uh, sure. And, uh, you know, sex is another obvious big one. And so, either you uh, are dealing with small amounts of trauma and, like, working them out great at, uh, you know, like your therapists and, like, you know, just just living a healthy life. Uh, Or, (laughs) like, uh, you're not doing drugs and alcohol and you got to do something. And so you're just fucking weird all the time. Uh, Yeah, I think that, that, I mean, obviously, you know, the examples you just named, uh, I would say prove that it certainly occurs some of the time. I uh, I listened to uh, I've I have intermittently uh, to myself been like, what's the deal with James Franco? Whatever happened with that? And <sighs> that would bum me out. I'm not going to lie to you. I was going through. I I had it was like a month ago. Uh, that hit me. And I, I started to see if like, I could get any answers about what exactly is going on with James. Get to the
1: bottom of this whole Franco thing.
0: And I don't know how, maybe it's just like my fault. Like it was a big deal and I just missed it. That's certainly possible. But uh, he did an hour long podcast in, last December where it was like with some serious XM guy. His name's Jesse Cagle. I'd never heard of him before. Uh, and uh, he just sat down with Jesse for an hour and it's on a podcast. And is just answering any question that Jesse asks. And it doesn't come out sounding like a guy who did nothing wrong. Uh, but like, you know, he, he's open about some of the things he did wrong. He's, he's not here to say that he did every single thing that he's accused of doing. Some of them he's like, that's misrepresented. The most damning. like Because the, the most damning was that he had this acting school that was just a pipeline for women he could abuse. And he's definitely upfront that he did have sexual relationships with students. He agrees with you that that's wrong. Uh, but there was a whole thing about he had a class that was like, you know, learn to fuck on camera or something. That That's not what it was. But it, it had a racy title. And he yeah. says that it was just uh, overblowing the title. What? That's just uh,
1: – you're, you're, you're uh, traversing into very dangerous territory if you run an acting school and have a class about – intimacy on camera
0: yes and and you're a man and they were ever uh, trying to get in the class uh was told to audition nude do you feel better or worse after that detail i've already gone to the 10
1: on feeling <laughs> bad so i'm not sure that i have another level and then uh, uh but yeah
0: they were further told that uh we've got to do this because james wants to watch the tapes he wants to evaluate all this himself okay and he well, says that that's uh people taking his name and abusing it. Like that he was never, they never saw a single one of the tapes. He didn't mandate that this be their policy. Like he, you know, deputized people to be in charge of this thing. And like, they just fucking, they're sickos that did whatever sick things that they did. And he takes responsibility for starting the school. And, you know, he, he doesn't run the school anymore. And, you know, he's, he's like, listen, I just thought it was you know, like, like NYU is like paying him, you know, big bucks to do a similar thing. But he was like, it's kind of fucked up. That like only people who can afford NYU get this opportunity. So like what if, you know, we like cut out the middlemen and like made this more affordable? Like that's you know, starting from there, like I hear great no ideas. Noble. <laughs> yeah. But uh then it ends up with you know, just these fucking sickos compiling fucking nude tapes of young women. Um, but yeah, he uh he talks about how he he uh entered AA when he was seventeen. Um, okay hasn't done alcohol since and whenever you hear that even like me as someone who was also going to AA meetings at that time uh I'm like that sounds nuts and then uh he then it comes up like how he arrived at that and I'm like oh okay (laughs) he uh had been like in trouble for drinking many times uh and as a result had a suspended license and he was drinking after school at one of his friends' houses, and their uh, mom came home, so they all, like, snuck out the back and wanted to keep drinking at someone else's house. They all pile into his car. He runs a stop sign, fucking smashes into a woman's car, uh, and they he like what flashes through his head is, like, a week earlier, they'd had a conversation where they were like, What would you do if you fucking drunk driving hit someone? And he was like... Well, obviously, you go away. (laughs) Like, you fucking get out of there. Jesus! So he just fucking peels out, like, just takes back roads home. And by the time he gets to his house, there's fucking squad cars, like, all up and down the street. And so that's that's how he arrived at not drinking. But then, like, you know, still had things in his life that were difficult. Uh, And again, like, drinking is not... Like, AA has ways of solving this if you want to. But, like... You know, I don't think there's a person alive who's ever, like, stayed on that the whole time. Like, they're painful processes, and, like, you just kind of get into a rhythm in life, and you don't feel like you have giant, like, a giant crisis that, like, is, that has to be solved of, like, your emotions. Like, like he talks about his dad died, and, uh, you know, you really kind of, like, went off the deep end, like, in his work schedule then. and was just, like, putting a lot of pressure on himself, and, and he says that... Before, like, nine months before the allegations came out, he kind of – in like, it's weird because I did watch the clips of him, uh, like, talking about – because, like, he was in, like, a press tour whenever they came out. And so, like, he still appeared on, like, Seth Meyers. Uh, And, like, he talks about some of the stuff. And it's not like he says then, like, you know what? I'm in month nine of thinking that all of these people are right about how big of a scumbag I am. Uh, but that, that's, that's what he says on the interview is that he, he had someone had given him a book that kind of opened his eyes to, I've been using relationships, uh, in the way that I had been using drugs. And so I need, so he said he, he was in like, you know, nine month process of like fucking, uh, you know, not dating anyone and like trying to address the underlying things. And he says, that's why he hasn't worked as much as anything. Is that he doesn't want these jobs because he had an unhealthy relationship with work? And I can see that. Yeah.
1: But why does it always have to be young?
0: Because <sighs> the That's older the people get, the more ugly they are. I know you don't think that. But. Fuck
1: no. <laughs> I, and I'm honestly like amazed that there are still people, you know, that hold on to that. Right? Like I get it. The Rolling Stones. The well, really every band that existed pre 1980. Yeah, but it's odd to me. That the degree with some of them, th- famous people that are like, mm, yeah,
0: yeah, like very as, strange. Like if we're talking, like uh, you know, what I mean, like listen, I would never date someone in their like their young twenties at this point in my life. But like, I don't know. Objectively, it does seem like they are fairly attractive compared to the other stages of life they're going to be in. That's not how I feel about fucking like fifteen. So the fact that Mick Jagger could have had anyone is like. Give me the 15 year olds. Like, that's that's surprising because it's not just him. It's like you're saying, it's nearly everyone. It was the entire culture. Uh, and
1: I don't think that's an objective opinion at all. And I find that hurtful. What? Even if you're going to move it to 23 to 5, I don't think that's objective at all.
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, on so, like, like, I, you I like can like little, what you I like. I like a
1: little leather.
0: I'm not here to deny you, but yeah, I'm just saying like science will tell you the skin like is uh breaking down at a certain point. Like, uh, you know, like loose skin is not like a, a widely, uh, wanted feature. I'm trying to find
1: that Komodo dragon. <laughs> just, just make it, make it gross. Yeah. Uh, Kale Gundy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's spend our final few moments
1: on this. Uh, So I said something on the air today that I immediately regretted. No, you're going to walk back. Was it the N-word? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. But I did think that, you know, when I first saw like the headline that was like, Oklahoma football coach Kale Gundy resigns after using N-word to team. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, geez, what happened here? Yeah, huh? I would say, as reported this morning, before the follow-up, of the range of possibilities that that headline could be describing, that it was like
0: the lowest end of that. Yes. Now, I
1: understand that's not a popular take to have. I didn't do
0: it on the radio, but I've, I've had a similar journey with this story in the privacy of my own home and head.
1: Problem is, they put out a statement right before we started recording today that said that this happened many, many times.
0: See, I think what they're saying... I, I yeah I read what Ben Renable said. He's I think he's saying that was it so, that
1: one time with several uses of that word.
0: Yes, because what what happened is the OU's receivers coach is in a receivers meeting. Uh, he doesn't feel like everyone's paying attention. Some guy appears to just be fucking writing shit on his iPad.
1: Which, by the way, I don't know if you've ever, if you've thought about like how different being in like high school would be now.
0: It's impossible for me to imagine just fucking like typing on an iPad while the teacher's <laughs> talking. And they're like. But yeah, I, I had a little bit different what high are high school doing? experience. And you're like,
1: oh, I'm taking notes. Yeah, Like I even had classes in college. This is like 2003, 4, 5, 6, where they wouldn't let you bring a laptop in. Makes sense to me. And they're like, you got to get a pen and paper. That's it. Yeah. And so what I would do was I would bring in like my Tascam and record the whole lecture audio-wise. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I would study is like I would go then – Excuse me, like listen to the lecture because my hand just couldn't keep up. That sounds boring as shit. It's extremely boring, but like now you have just.
0: Just don't go to college. Three Wi Fi
1: connected devices in your possession at all times. Yeah. Be you in a class, a lecture, seminar, or football practice.
0: Hard for me to imagine that that's made the quality of, or like the amount of information that's retained go up. It can't, you know, it can't help. Whatever, it's fine. You know, if it works for him, I don't give a shit. Instead, you're just, like, writing verses. <laughs> yeah. I so, get it. I don't so know. So he's – the the guy – the receiver is writing something. Uh, Gundy picks it up, uh, just starts reading it aloud. And so Gundy in his apology – or in the announce, – he announced that he's resigning and he explains why he's resigning. And he sounds like a guy who – like, he he makes he says, like, that he just, like, didn't know what he was reading. Like, that, that he, he thought, like, it was, you right. know, he thought it was going to be Nigeria. <laughs> and then he, then he, he didn't see the, the IA, and he's like, oh, shit, what have I done? <laughs> uh, and then Venables is coming in being like, no, 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 no. My man, like, saw that word four times and said it all four. Yeah. I think is what's going on. Uh, and, like, I'd like to leave some space for the human humans just being weirder than you think. I, th- I think that it, it kind of can be true that, like, what, Ven- or what uh, Gundy's saying, I'm like, I'm just on autopilot. I'm reading it, and then, like, when I'm done, I'm, like, horrified. I think that we can be horrified of something that we do four times in a row. <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Venables thinks that Gundy should resign, and Gundy thinks that Gundy should resign. So really not much uh, question about the outcome here. But it, it does – so, like, yeah, in the end, I, I think it's all clear enough and it sounds like you're at the same spot. But in a world where, like, he was starting to sound it out and, like, uh, reached the end, it was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Should you be fired for that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it, what if uh, – I don't feel real comfortable. What if then
1: your daughter decides to take to social media?
0: Oh, no. What's, what's the
1: development there? In a now-deleted tweet, this was – roughly minutes after OU uh, Football tweeted out their statement from Brent Venables, Cat mm-hmm. Gundy mm-hmm. said, interesting you told your players to keep their mouths shut about what really happened and their heads down. The truth will always come to fruition. It's only a matter of time. Which is I texted somebody when I saw this tweet. The truth will always come to fruition is the sort of thing that someone who knows like five big words.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like It's a
1: extremely loose – understanding of how they're supposed to be used and is like i'm gonna use that it sounds like something Kyrie would say
0: you say if you just say like uh the truth will come out like no one thinks that that you took an sat word verbal class exactly the Um, truth
1: will always come to fruition
0: yeah yeah not totally sure that works and like
1: and uh, like i said she's now deleted the tweet
0: yeah, because your dad probably called her was like, "What the fuck are you also, doing?" Also, she looks like this. I resigned. Oh,
1: really?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, she
1: looks like a sim.
0: I don't. I don't want to. Like be someone mean just put someone whose daughter whose dad had just been fired. But someone yeah. just
1: put like hot hooker. She,
0: okay. What? She? Uh, how old is she? Uh, University of Oklahoma alum. Okay. Okay. Then I guess you can call her a hooker.
1: Well, no, I didn't. I didn't call her one. I said she looks like. A creative player. Great. And this is her uh, her header. Uh, five creative yeah. player hookers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're just trying to celebrate a nice night out.
1: Yeah, they don't well, need to
0: be called hookers. Um,
1: creative the, player hookers
0: yeah i don't know i this uh someone emailed us about uh our decision to uh to tread lightly in the uh, in the Oprah interview and I was thinking more about my feelings and i th- like certainly there's no circumstance under which I would have taken the time just to, from like a laziness standpoint to yeah. uh, to beep it out yeah but like i i i think that it's right because like I have conflicted feelings, but I think that I can come to, like, uh, have all of them, like, sit with each other and make it work. And, like, uh, I, I think that, like, for much of history, we had a use-mentioned distinction where if you were using the word, uh, it's one thing. If you're mentioning someone else, use the word. It's another thing. Uh, the, the using the word uh, carries most of the time an intent for the other person who's hearing it to feel bad. Yes. Whereas just mentioning that someone else was using it does not guarantee an intent to, for the other person to feel bad. And I think that your intentions in this case ought to matter. Uh, like, whenever you're, uh, you're deciding whether or not you've been offended by something that someone says, whether or not they meant to offend you, it's not like the end-all be-all, but it, like, certainly should be in there somewhere in my mind. Yeah. factor. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, it appears we've just fucking totally lost the thread on that. But... As I just said, I do know that we've lost the thread on that. So like, you know, I think that basically I, I, you know, listen, uh, let's go case by case. And if someone wants to say that I don't have the grounds to make this call, uh, I agree with them. But like, if you want my opinion, I think that most of the time as people mention uh, any word, people ought not to be offended. Like no one's trying to offend you. It's like, you know, like we're just trying to fucking talk like adults. We can make it. Uh, But I do know that it is not the case that everyone feels like that about it. I know that they will be offended. And if I know someone that is going to be offended, now you're back then I don't want to do it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't want to offend people. I have an opportunity not to. And uh, why not take it? Right. So, like, you know, I, I disagree with them being offended, but like, does that matter? You know, like. I'm not interested in uh, only seeking to avoid offending people in circumstances where, uh, like, I, you know, they've got my sign off. Like, they don't need my sign off to be offended. And if I know they're going to be offended, I don't want to offend them. Uh, I completely
1: agree. And, you know, I also find it – it's a bit touchy. Well, a bit would be a massive understatement here. But as we've talked about before – I don't think most people, most Caucasians who grew up listening to hip-hop music were self-editing themselves. Yeah. Now, I think now. I know some that weren't. (laughs) Yeah, I know now that it's very popular to be like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, how could you ever, ever say that? And I'm like, well, here's why. No one told me that this version was bad. I just didn't know. Yeah. However, Kale Gundy is like, probably mid fifties and is doing this in the current context and, and date (laughs) that is 2022. So I do think that should be looked at a little bit differently than perhaps, I don't know when I was 18
0: and like has worked around young minorities his entire life. (laughs) Yeah. But that goes back
1: to what we were talking about with Mike Roach though. There's a, there's a weird like imperviousness to cultural penetration and uh socioeconomic understanding that these football coaches and coaches in general somehow have for whatever reason it seems to be different with basketball um i guess i don't know as much about baseball you know like i would not be stunned if a significant number of white baseball position coaches and managers do not have like a full understanding of why latin american countries have lagged behind other parts of the world in certain categories even if they could
0: yeah i mean the one learn uh, that very baseball person that i knew certainly had a pretty limited understanding of a number of cultural and social issues
1: fair fair and no need for us to uh enumerate that any further uh-huh. uh but yeah i just i don't know i i think it's it's. It seems like it's just something that football coaches, for whatever reason, just do not get.
0: I wonder if some part of it is, I uh, you know, plenty of the coaches are also minorities, so I guess they are dealing on a regular basis with like adults. But the the fact that it's so often like they're dealing with, uh, yes, people who are minorities, but like they're in their twenties and right. like. There's just a hard cap on how much you can really <laughs> respect the opinions and views of someone you know 20 years younger than you.
1: Yeah, and I think the other – the flip
0: side of that I'd is – I'd like to work past that at some point in my life, but I've got a lot of work to do between now and then.
1: And I think the flip side of that is a lot of times uh, – like let's just speak about football specifically. It seems to me that a lot of times the black coaches that advance do so – By limiting the amount that they actually speak about these things. So you're almost getting like a self-selected group. That's a good point. That like makes white football coaches feel like, well, they don't have a problem with fill in the blank. It's like, well, you don't know they don't have a problem with it. What you know is that they're not mentioning it out of their own self preservation.
0: Yeah, because the one time they saw someone else do it, like they the got entire fired, fucking room turned blackballed. On them. Whatever, they're like, I'm never doing that shit. Exactly, I'm gonna hide how I feel about that for the rest of my life. So that actually, you know, probably
1: serves to, you know, like bolster what said white football coach actually believes. Yeah, which is, you know, a very bad situation.
0: Yeah, even whenever I was thinking that it was just uh, read it once and, like, uh, then, like, drop the iPad in horror um, that, <laughs> that Gundy was describing, I was still thinking, if you're Brent Venables, there's one way for this to not, like, uh, really hurt you. Yeah. And it's get him to resign. Immediately. Because if it gets out... Like, if, if the thing on the recruiting trail is, like, some of their coaches use the N-word in meetings, and I'm talking about the white ones, like, no one's going to, like, go to, like, research the details of, right. well, actually, it was Context, the guys, someone else had written it. like, what was, yeah. He was just saying it aloud. Right. Uh, it's across, like, and, you know, even, like, fucking o- other players on the team that weren't in that meeting, it's going to be like, he said what? Yeah. Uh. Like. Yeah. Dude. You. It's. It's one of those things where like it's going to be like even if the truth itself like is pretty harmless and it sounds like uh it's it's less harmless than what Gundy was originally describing uh it's gonna be really fucking hard for like the truth to win the day in this situation because the shorthand of like white coach using the n word it's just too like yeah so y- the only thing you can do at that point is like he did. And then he was immediately resigned because we don't accept that here at OU. So three That's quick, a
1: good answer. Three quick things about that. The first one is uh it is OU. hmm They they don't have zero history here, mm-hmm. as we've seen. Uh the second one is uh outside of a rant about a backup quarterback in his age, the only other person who's uh famous in football with your name is famous for wearing an OAN
0: shirt. Well, you know, probably didn't help. Yeah, probably didn't help. And we hate him though. He's at point three. They aren't related, right? It's his brother. Oh, it is his brother? 100%. I didn't know it was his brother. Yeah. I I just said that they aren't related. No, no,
1: it's his brother.
0: Well, then, yeah, dude, fire him anyway. (laughs) And
1: uh, point three uh, how the fuck does Jack Del Rio still have a job?
0: (laughs) That's another great question.
1: (laughs) Like, how do you work in the NFL? and say the stuff that he said, and have Ron Rivera, who's like, dude, I just beat cancer, and now I have to deal with whatever the fuck it is that you're over here rambling about. Like, oh, as Shane Gillis said, boys just can't go to the Capitol? <laughs> yes. <laughs> have a little fun? That's exactly what he said. <laughs> like, dude, how does that guy still have a job? As a coordinator in the NFL, when that was his take,
0: yeah I he just like skated i don't know i i i view can employment, go do a little protest <laughs> employment is like uh, important and sacred and ought to be protected i would hope that all of my uh, <laughs> brothers and sisters on the left can agree with me that employment ought to be protected so i kind of am excited for a move to someone can have bad opinions about the capital and not immediately be fired for them but it is very surprising whenever you look around the uh, like John Gruden was cooking <laughs> and,
1: and God, dude he got run was the head coach. <laughs> I, arguably actually it's not even arguably what Jack Del Rio said was more harmful than what John Gruden said.
0: And, he, and Jack Del Rio did not have a hundred million dollars owed to him. No and like didn't even really apologize. But also the the leadership in Washington, not nearly as morally strong as my man, Mark. That's true, too. That's true, too. All right. We'll
1: talk to you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for
0: everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.